0: Welcome to Double Burst, podcast about Dice Masters. We are a group of Utah players that want to bring you the latest Dice Masters news, strategies, tips, and more. Whether you're a new or seasoned player, we hope this show has something for you. I'm KT Data, one of your hosts, and welcome to episode 68. In this episode, we'll be talking about our featured basic action, Misdirection. We'll also be talking about if the Professor X Global is still the go to for ramp and churn Golden. And we wrap it all up with an errata that of the Bugbear Ambusher. So let's kick it off with a rules forum update. All right, guys, we are kicking off the show with Dr. J. How are you doing today, my friend? Doing great. Again, they are f- trying to keep your rules updated it's going by having another rules forum update this time. Love so, it. So again, if you guys have not heard of the WizKids rules forum, you can always find that at win.wizkids.com forward slash BB, B as in boy, or just look in the Superman Wonder Woman uh, manual. It has a link there too that you can follow. Um, this time, uh, I always like it when they post these one these kind of rules because as, as with the new set, Guardians of the Galaxy just came out. There's always sometimes questions on things that um, may or may not have been a question prior, but it just hasn't been as prevalent. Mm-hmm. So, so this one is about Wonder Woman. Again, Wonder Woman. She's just so good. So <laughs> like, good. If the, if that doesn't tell you how good this card is, is we've had three rulings on her. I'm gonna already. be
1: really disappointed if nobody ends up playing her after all these rulings. <laughs> yeah.
0: So the question is with Wonder Woman's Reflections and Angela Divine Retribution, they're wondering if keyword abilities are their own thing or so, or shorthand for other types of abilities. Specifically, they're asking about call-out or infiltrate. Are those considered when attacks... Um, when is infiltrate considered a win fielded ability are so and, and so are they subject to wonder woman's and Angela's ability? So wonder woman's ability is to cancel when attacks, right? When fielded, fielded and, win and win when attacks, attacks abilities. Yep. And Angela has a similar one for when if attacks. Yes. Right. Yes. So how, how'd they end up ruling this?
1: So they basically ended up ruling that keywords don't count as either when attacks abilities, when field abilities, anything, they're all their own. So call out is not technically a when attacks ability. You can extrapolate this a little bit and say heroic, for example, is not a when fielded ability; it's simply a keyword ability.
0: Yeah, that, and, and they actually reference an older one where we had it with the wharf, where they said heroic is a different keyword and just happens to trigger at the same window. So, um, I guess we can consider those a little bit more for that complicated timing chain of stuff, right? When fielded is yeah. They also the said too.
1: regenerate is not a when KO'd ability, or aftershock is not a when KO'd ability. So those keywords simply are their own keywords. Yeah, so if they you just wanna... have they
0: just have to happen to have similar mechanics with some of the other. Yeah, characters.
1: if you wanted to prevent that ability, then you'd need a specific ability that cancels whatever ability you want to stop. Overcrush or whatever. Uh, you can't use Wonder Woman or Angela to stop those abilities. Mm-hmm. And that's all the rules for <laughs> updates we have this time. So. Quick, easy. Um, it was a nice little rule snack. Yeah. But I'd yeah. like a little bit more. Yeah. I'd appreciate yeah. It a little bit more. You know, more. You've,
0: you've had your appetizer now, so you, you need to go on to, you know, the main course. That's to right. What a buffet. Yep. So if you guys, I, I I think we should encourage people to submit questions to the rules forums because I think they may want to answer them. But if they get like a variety of questions, it's harder for them to maybe figure out which one people have a common question. For
1: yeah, absolutely. Them. I submitted a rules question just this week about the rare collector because I wanted to know something about it. If you guys want to know more about that card, submit some questions about it and I think we'll get a ruling. Uh, just make sure you submit it through the rules form and they have a list on their rules that you should follow when posting. Just follow those mm-hmm. rules and go ahead and post your question and I think we'll see more rulings that way. Yep.
0: All right, and again, the place to find the rules form is win.whizkids.com forward slash... B. All right, Dr. J, we will see you in a second to talk about our fe- featured basic action. Okay, guys, we are here with Steve the Sage. How are you doing today, my friend? Doing well. And, and Dr. J, you're finally back from your rule snack. Oh, yeah. Yep. So it is time for our featured basic action. And this one, I, I, I was so excited for this. And I'll, I'll tell you the story. When we did our f- first kind of like Wonder Woman starter only event, I was super excited to use this one, but I didn't because it didn't fit the team I had. But the first game... I sit down, my opponent brings it, and I got to use it, and it was just joyous. And so. then
1: every other opponent you played also brought it because it was just the highlight of this, <laughs> of yeah.
0: this starter? And, and, and it was fun. Um, so the card we're talking about is Misdirection. It's from the Superman Wonder Woman uh, starter. It is a two-cost basic action, and the ability is swap target active active character die you control with a character die in your use pile, placing it on the same level. On its burst double burst side, also draw a die from your bag and prep it. Um, this is an amazing card. So, who wants to start off on why it's so awesome? Oh, it's it's it, it's
2: better than the old polymorph because you can put it in on a level higher. Mm-hmm. Polymorph just came in on level one.
0: Yeah, you you kind of lose that ability to take um, you know, your, your opponents your stuff. Opponents, yeah. But I I feel like this is a good trade off for it because sometimes you do just need that character out on the field.
1: Yeah. And, it's also a two-cost basic action, which is amazing. I mean, the ability itself kind of reminds me of was it like teleportation or something? Mm-hmm. It was a promo yeah. basic action. It was like three or four. I think it was a four-cost, four cost, I yeah. believe.
0: And then you had to it had to be matching energy. Yeah, types. Yeah, they had to be
1: matching energy, energy types. And I liked that ability, but it was so expensive that it was too. It wasn't worth it to try to make it work. And this is just you, you take a, you take out all the extra stuff, and this is a, essentially the same mechanic that's affordable and you get the bonus of being able to prep dice on burst and double burst sides. And, you know, I never roll it on that side, but. Sometimes I do and I still forget But to I do it. see a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the other thing is another good thing about this is even if you don't have a character to misdirect in or whatever to put in for, you know, or, and if you can't buy one to put in your use pile so you can then put it in, if you still get the burst or double burst, you can still use it to prep a die.
0: Yeah. I um, mean. Yes. Yeah. So so like from the straight off, how many kind of shenanigans have you done? Because I, I remember when I first used it, I knew my opponent had a lot of when attack abilities. So I had to get Wonder Woman out on the field. And I think I managed to get her out on turn four. And that kind of slowed his team down a lot.
1: Yeah. So one of the dirtiest things you can do with this is attack. And then if you have more characters in the field than your opponent... One's going to go unblocked, and then you can mis- You can use misdirection to put in a really a good statted character in place of whatever the sidekick is, and it's going to be attacking instead. The downside between this and polymorph is that you can't use it on your opponent's dice. But, but that's n- that's totally.
0: You still can play around. Though, yeah, right? it's
1: worth it. I mean, there's still so many things you can do with this well, action. yeah, the cost alone makes it worth it.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I see Russ put in our notes that it eliminates the need for having chalkboard on the field because sh- you want it to be in the used pile at that point, right? You know, it, you get it on the same... You could buy a character, theoretically, and field it the same turn you bought it instead of where chalkboard, you got to wait for next turn and hope you roll it, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I I'm not a big fan of replacing chalkboard with this. I think they work well together. I like the idea of being able to chalkboard this and then you know, roll a sidekick and put something else in. I like this ability because it gives you the ability to buy a character and get it in the field all in the same turn, which changes, changes up a lot of stuff. Usually oh. when you buy something, your opponent sees you buy it and they have time to react. Maybe a turn or two, may, maybe only one turn, but it's still time. Now they don't have that time. If you have an important control piece like an oracle or something that needs to get out into the field, you can do it in one turn. Yeah, and the other thing about this is, is if you, if you just can't roll a character, and you get this dice, yeah, maybe you can roll action dice better than you can roll characters, yeah. and this is
0: well, you still got to roll at least team. one character, right? A sidekick. I, sure. I, I, I think yeah. I've, I, I, th- I can roll sidekicks from time to time, so maybe <laughs> I can get some more characters out um, yeah. with that, and so I, I, I'm gonna take a a sneaky thing out of russ's book in one of the most creative ways to use this misdirection so you know russ likes to use the batman global to knock out his scarecrow at level one right or force your opponent to to pay two life yep um so sometimes his problem is he can't get it out on level one it's on level two or three so what he does is he'll buy the scarecrow he'll have a sidekick out and then he'll swap it in for the level one there
1: <laughs> yeah there's actually a lot of characters that benefit from being on level one, and it's so much easier to put this in in place of a sidekick instead of you know one of your more important characters and so this is really good for getting characters out on level one if you need them to be out on yeah, level one. and
0: I, I think one of the most shenanigans he did against me was he swapped the a sidekick or no, he swapped one of his characters that is actually beefy on level two or three, but it was on level one. He swapped that with the scarecrow. And then he swapped a sidekick that he had out, or not a sidekick, another one of his control pieces that was on level two or three, but had like two
1: attack or something. So he basically used two of them to spin up his character? Yeah, pretty much.
0: That's (laughs) actually really sneaky. (laughs) Sneaky. That is sneaky. And
1: just like smashed me in the face with that. I'm like, what
0: what just happened?
1: (laughs) You know, if you played this with something like Lady Deadpool and just paid a bolt, you could do some real crazy swapping around your field and just manipulating the... The levels of your character dice that way Uh, another great thing about this card is it gets around things that uh, stop when fielded effects or whatever like for instance Constantine blanks your character when it's fielded it can get around that Um, but a downside to it is that it gets around things like when fielded effects so if you have a character like a shriek or a dwarf wizard that needs to be fielded in order for its effect to go off you can't really use this on those characters so you got to realize there is a drawback to this awesome basic action, too. Yep, yeah.
2: And one of the other things I really like about this is the le- aspect of the level. I mean, that's, that is huge. If you have a character that you absolutely need at level 3 and you do have a level 3 character out there, even if it's an important character, if this other character is more important, you can put it right yeah. out
0: what I need to do is use that with stick because stick only comes out on level one and I need it on level three. (laughs) So
1: (laughs) again, that's another great point is it gets around high fielding costs on characters, top levels. If you have a really cheap character, something like say from the new set, the spot who fields on level, who fields for one on level three, you can swap it in for a character that fields for three on level three and you don't have to pay those fielding costs. So that's another good benefit to this misdirection. Really a lot of upsides to it.
2: Yeah, yeah. and also, again, it, it's just the same as with Polymorph. Um, if you've got something like the Joker from Golden Age that mm-hmm. s- stops you from purchasing and fielding, uh,
1: you can get around that. Yeah. Or Uncommon Thanos from yeah. the Guardian set. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The,
2: um, the game changer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and
0: and, and I, I I love how how thematic the name misdirection is. If you think of... How how confusing it is when you start using the style. Like I mean, like our example, the Russ, he was just doing all of this, and unless you really know where that's coming from, you're just like, uh, holy.
1: No, cow. no, no. What it means is you know you have a, a little bitty sidekick out there, and they're like, and your opponent's like, oh, it's just a sidekick. Psych, it's really a really big character. that's yeah, going to punch you in the face now. You can throw that
2: that rocket out that has suddenly has a three attack on there.
0: Yeah, okay. maybe we can get Ronan and like that. Just leave a little sidekick there. <laughs> But isn't his the one fielded?
1: Yeah. yeah all, so of his, like, anyway, all of his abilities would be <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to make it work for you. All right. For, for the people who, di- who list, didn't listen to our, our release day for Guardians, I was really excited to see what the rare Ronan the Accuser did. And I'm so disappointed. It's probably <laughs> the worst card in the entire set. Next to Ghost Rider. Yeah, I, I, so. when, when I pulled
0: that out of my packs, I literally stopped, it, stopped drafting. I'm like, and Jared was in the other pod. I'm like, hey, Jared, I got this rare Ronin for you. i just like, what's the ability? And there was just disappointment yeah. <laughs> you know, after that. Yeah. Um, all right. So do, we, do you guys have any other things you want to mention about misdirection before uh, we wrap this segment up?
1: It comes in a great starter. Go, it's, it's go a buy really a
0: starter. Another good reason to go pick up Superman, Wonder Woman. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Even though, let's, let's all be honest, we only care about Wonder Woman in there.
1: Jimmy Olsen, come on. Okay, sure. There's two cards in there that we care about. <laughs> Three now. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Not truce, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's dumb. Yeah. All right. We And the s- resurrection. Vocal.
0: All right. So we will see you guys a little bit later for our errata that. Okay, guys, we are here with Ko King. How are you doing today, my friend? Good. How are you? I'm doing great, and we are back from your world tour. I'm back. I'm actually, back. Actually, it was cross country tour, but I mean, I went. What we'll, we'll we'll say Canada. you went we'll world? We'll Canada. We'll, I'm,
3: yeah, I'm an international <laughs> bicycle mechanic. That is what I am. <laughs> so, so yeah, we, don't take that away from me, Kevin. <laughs> Canada is another country. Are we sure? <laughs> Not really sure on that, but all right. They so they do I, have funny looking money.
0: That's true. I, somebody told me there's holes in it, but whatever. Um, so I'm, I'm glad you're here because this is a good discussion. Um, and I, w- I want to make this call out to you, to everybody, because I know here we like to have a good mixture of modern and golden events going on. Um, but you don't hear a lot of discussion about golden events right now. And it may just because the new stuff's out and modern still kind of the hotness. But I was kind of like looking back, too, because when you're a new player, you're probably not thinking about rotation or anything like that.
3: Um, yeah, I mean, there was someone on our local page that just said, hey, I'm getting into the game. I have a bunch of Age of Ultron. And it's like,
4: well, well that's again, cool. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, so like... That's- Unless it's competitive, I don't see the reason to not worry about Golden... I just
0: don't. Yeah, I mean, because there's some fun stuff back there, and it's good to look back. So if you guys ever have any, like, discussion topics you want us to talk about, Golden, please send those in. We're always looking for ideas and stuff. Um, Doubleburst at ktdata.net or facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. This time, we're going to be talking about probably one of the biggest things in Modern, or in Golden, that Modern took away. And the question is, is Professor X still your go-to ramp and churn in Golden
4: Age? No. It depends. Let's make this clear. I still like Professor X, but there are some weaknesses that Professor X had that, that the rest of the new churn and, and globals Yeah, so, don't. so what, are, what are those weaknesses? Uh, with Professor X, if you were playing with a seven cost character, as an example, you have that, you, you, you're building up to that purchase, and then you're breaking ramp.
0: And that used used to be it. Used to be kind of whoever broke around first probably was going to lose the game, right?
4: Yeah, you, you know, you're kind of making that investment, which means you're sacrificing your bag and those those issues, which always meant when there was a seven cost character and sometimes six cost character, everyone's comment was it's a six or seven cost, so it doesn't work. So, yeah, I've it, noticed with the more modern, we're not getting that reaction everybody was okay using I mean, Darkseid as yeah. an example.
0: And, 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 and multiple man. And, I will, and I'll say this now, Darkseid, I still think is, like, after playing with it, it seems so much like a Hail Mary on turn three to try and get him to work. Like, because if you miss that role, your game is totally yeah, off. Yeah,
3: hopefully you have some if other if alternate your team's built condition. On it. Yeah.
4: But, you know, you can get a six-cost character into the field with Modern Globals in, on turn three you know you're going to chalkboard you have energy fixers which i think energy fixers are great because it allows you to basically hold the energy you have a character in the field and then i can spin it later yeah it gives so I'm you holding more it options and i'm not breaking churn
3: yeah i think i think the biggest thing with pxg is it's still the go to for aggro teams something that you want to win on turn 3 PXG is really the reason you could win on turn three because you're not using your bag. You can get those characters that you purchase out really quick, but then again, you're only buying cheap characters, two cost, three cost. Um, I, do, I don't I do think PXG is the best way to go because I like using something like Superhero Registration Act where if I have more than one churning through my bag, I get the extra energy I look in my bag and go, oh, huh, there's only one left in my bag. I'm going to buy this character, put him in my use pile, and then I get to roll him next turn. And so I think there's more utility to other ramp that's in modern age, you know, your your superhero registration act and, and the likes of that.
4: I do think, in general, it takes more tech pieces to replace Professor X. Right? So if I'm looking at... at So
0: uh, is, that, is that a... B- good or a bad thing for the game
4: uh i think it's good especially in some ways the tech pieces are more viable if i add professor x to my sidekick team he's actually not terrible to field
0: Mm -hmm. because that used to be a joke who would ever buy and field outside professor x you know
4: the rare professor x gives my sidekicks one one the other thing is is i actually think professor x is good against overcrush because he has those Really good defensive stats um, yeah, so it the always thing helps is, is
3: you typically on a team that you ran professor X professor X you didn't buy him not because he wasn't good but because he didn't fit the nature of your team and the reason you were bringing professor x
4: right, but that's what I'm saying is now, if I bring Professor X, I would hope that he would add to it the other tech pieces that that replace him, if you were going to strictly replace him. I personally would have chalkboard, two energy fixers, and probably misdirection. There's a lot of tech pieces, but it's a different kind of ramp, different kind of churn, and allows me not to have to worry about breaking ramp. Now, if you went misdirection and Professor X, that'd probably be pretty good on its own. Um, But Professor X was always that it's kind of a weird global in the sense that we sacrifice turns early on to buy those cheap characters and save masks. So with the energy fixers, hopefully, I'm getting some globals or uh, some sidekicks, and I'm not really sacrificing the ramp. I can buy a character on turn two if I get luck. You know, if I roll two sidekicks, I can purchase a two-cost character or a six-cost character turn two or a five-cost character and and. Uh, chalkboard it on turn two.
3: So, so I think the real, the real answer to this question is not... We, we don't need to focus on PXG. It is still a good form of ramp. The question is, can we shut down the type of teams that PXG allowed now with the new cards? So can we shut down Bard? Like, that's, that's the real question, is if you can't shut down Bard... Because that relied a lot on PXG getting stuff out quick. What then? PXG is still the best. I know.
4: Doctor J doesn't agree with this, but I, I do. I think you can. How do you do that? If I have two energy fixers and a chalkboard and misdirection, I don't necessarily need misdirection, but I can. I'm I'm wanting to field the sidekicks that I'm going to purchase later, so it gives me blockers, and I can. Get Wonder Woman, right? If I'm going to, if I'm going to a, you know, somewhere where there's going to be Bard, I'm probably looking at Wonder Woman or something else in that nature, right? And yeah, I, absolutely. I, I believe that the energy fixers are a benefit to that because I can take those sidekicks, I can keep them in the field, and then when I need them, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spin them.
3: Because yeah, I mean, you have to think about it. We still have to get the protection against Bard out by turn three, so. You have to be able to ramp to Wonder Woman by turn three, have her in the field. Otherwise, the Bard will win,
4: and that's just... But one of the concepts about about Bard that was hard is you, you, you couldn't sacrifice ramp because you needed the sidekicks. Yeah. In the sense that I needed blockers. Be- Unless they have overcrush, let's just say... I mean, let's take out all the different cards and counters... Simply to cover Bard, all I need is characters. I need sidekicks in the field to chump block the characters. Not to say that they aren't going to have overcrush or other aspects or clear the field. If I have the basics of a sidekick, I can chump block. Definitely. So the ramp, the modern globals allow me to keep sidekicks in the field and then flip them when I need to buy. And it kind of keeps, keeps that going. Granted, I have to roll sidekicks, which you
3: well, know, and that's the if other you're relying
4: thing, on them, they never roll.
3: But you also have to sacrifice your ramp to block the bard. And that's the, that's the realistic question is, can you get enough sidekicks in the field to block the things coming in so that you still have enough sidekicks to spin to the energy to buy Wonder Woman?
4: But I can put my energy on hold. If I'm fielding four or five sidekicks a turn... To make sure I have blockers, when needed, I can turn those into energy and buy stuff. With if I have, if I'm only relying on uh, Professor X, I can't do that. I have to save mass, not sidekicks.
3: Yeah, definitely. But what I'm saying is, is when you when you block with those sidekicks, they they're going to get KO'd.
4: Right, and then it gives me ramp.
3: And then it gives you ramp in the prep. So I guess you do still have the energy coming back.
0: It's probably a little less it's- control because you're going to have to roll them, but. You still have a high chance of getting the energy you need, right? Because
3: yeah, it's, roll and reroll. You that
0: that reroll, energy. like you don't realize how important that reroll is until I, you don't I'm have really it. I'm really
4: curious to see how how Bart will transition into modern. If we get a lot, you know, if we get the Hive Mind out there playing, I'm just curious if if things will will alter. I'm not going to say that I always beat Bard because I didn't. Sometimes I didn't roll, but Constantine and Scarecrow were always a good counter to bard there are things out there that counters it and i'm curious I i just ha, you know there's combos out there that i think are going to stop it but we always go to to bard and that's because it yep. adds so much I, I think but if you have wonder woman out there and then they have to blank wonder woman and we'll go down that chain where they have to blank yeah but the thing with bard is if it wasn't fast a lot of those teams weren't great
3: were yeah exactly and and that's the thing is you either have to outspeed it or stall it long enough and i think i think it is possible i think it's possible i'm playing more devil's advocate here but yep
0: so okay so let me guys ask you another thing so let's imagine that bard wiz kids comes out tomorrow and says bard's just banned, banned period, period. period on there so let's think of some of our old win conditions of say i wanted to get out the the, the old super rare red dragon or let's say the Colossus that was from ABX for my win condition. So if I'm not going to use Professor X, what would you guys kind of recommend for me to get to that
4: character? You would go all all tech pieces. You'd have two or three uh, energy fixers, chalkboard, and I personally would go misdirection. Now, I say energy fixers with the tech pieces, but the benefit of the tech piece, those specific tech pieces... Is they are good cards. Yeah. Unlike Professor X, where it was kind of oh, I'm going to. Professor X for- is
3: very situational. Right. Because you, you have, have it there and it
0: kind of it kind of also changes your your effect now because with Professor X you really only brought it for the global whatever the yeah. text on the card really didn't matter now in this kind of more modern age that we're playing you those card that text on the card needs to help you right in addition yeah. to the global.
3: Yeah, with so many options, I mean, you have eight spots on your team, two, ten with the basic actions. That is not enough. <laughs> I think it's what makes this game great. But. I just, I just, I
0: just want to get my red dragon out so I can do that. Use truce fort twice so I can get out four characters and breath weapon three because sure, why not?
3: <laughs> plus, plus two from that that new new card, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, plus two from a cosmic cube too because yeah, that's. <laughs> That's, that's what what I want to do. So, like is is would that be in is there enough room on a team for me to pull something like that off in Golden?
4: Yeah, I mean if you're looking at not using your bag as as an example, then you definitely go with the sidekicks. If you want to use your bag and you go to say a Superhero Registration Act with Spot, you're getting as many as four dice every time you use uh your superhero because Spot gives you one extra die. Um And depending on how, how it's ruled and played with uh, relaxing, you could have six. Uh, I personally don't think you get six. I think you get four, but you still have this. But four is good. I mean, remember when we
0: remember getting three was amazing.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're talking about huge churn there. But if you're looking at just simply avoiding your bag, uh, I've really gone to misdirection and energy fixers so that i can get sidekicks they help me with energy or something to use to bring in and i don't feel like i have to break the ramp that's not to say that professor x isn't great and isn't a go-to but i don't have to break the ramp because i can put sidekicks in first i can spin them out i can use chalkboard you know i'm buying a two cost character i'm chalkboarding it over if i'm player two uh for instance in competitive i went to chalkboard and buy shriek probably and there there's my counter to bard on turn, turn 2 turn hopefully two, yeah. i'm getting her in the field
3: yeah so. i think i think if you look at it realistically pxg is probably the better way if you're going global heavy a global heavy team where you need to spend one energy one energy but i think the tech pieces and other things are are better for um Getting the larger characters out quicker.
4: Yeah, Professor X is always one of those weird things to yeah. me that we're so just so okay with, but we're really sacrificing one energy this turn for two next turn. The best thing Professor X well, does. Well, aren't avoid you the really
0: bag. for one then at that point if you think right. about it?
4: So it's really sacrificing the bag is the best thing. Yeah, you know, it's Professor it's X. about not using the bag. Yeah.
0: So sure. so here, here's my question. So say we have a new player coming in. He's playing Golden Age. He doesn't have to worry about Bard um say he's going to a sidekick night or something and it's it's golden. Or
3: like uh, a lot of local places, a band bar yeah. just because
0: Yeah. So so my question is what kind of pieces of advice could you give this new player in determining should I use Professor X, should I use chalkboard, should I use some of these other things? What what should you have them consider if it's a new player like I you know, I really want to play this big card here but I don't know how to do it and how I, do I just I'd make say that if decision? they
3: have if there's dead set on seven cards already then they need a one card answer for ramp professor x if they're if they have like a four card combo that they really like and have the space to add the tech pieces try it try both of them i you know there's definitely going to be times where one is better than the other but
4: i i would look at what their win condition is and what they're trying to play um i believe that a team should have flow to it and any time that i have to take a turn to kind of stop that flow other than terrible rolls, then I have an issue with it. So I'm looking at their win condition. What do they want to use? Is it a two- or three-card combo? Then we got all this open space to tech, and what do you want to do with it? What basic actions do you want to use? If it's, uh, you know, if you're using a, for instance, even if you're using a bard, maybe you just need... Cheap characters, a chalkboard, and bard. I just want to regurgitate (laughs) saying that. You know, you're looking at... If you're looking at cheap characters, I think Professor X is better. That sounds weird, but you don't have to break ramp. If you're looking at six or seven cost characters, I think the other more modern globals are better. And I say that because of what I saw in the community and the shift of mentality on expensive cards whether I, people want to say it was related to PXG or not, there was a mentality shift where six or seven costs was not that big a deal because you could get it out on turn two or three. And it seems like Professor X was easier to do that, but nobody could do that because you'd have to break ramp.
3: Yeah, I think, I think like, for me, Superhero Registration Act has always been a great one where I've never had a problem on my call el uh, control team having... Six energy to buy Cal L plus an extra one to chalkboard him plus you know whatever else I needed. It never really felt like a stretch where you have with Professor X. You're like, oh, do I spend this mask right now to get the expensive character? Or do I hold it for ramp because I want to turn through my bag?
0: Mm-hmm. All right, guys, thank you so much. And so um, I know Doctor J is dying over here, but his pretty much answer to this is yes. Professor X for life.
4: He's my bro. That's it is real. definitely still the <laughs> low-hanging fruit. It's, it's still an easy go-to.
0: Um, and- yeah. So, yeah, so like I said, we we, we want to hear you guys. You know, we, we, we don't want to forget about Golden because that is still a legal format out there. So if you guys have any questions or any ideas that you want us to discuss about in Golden, shoot us an email, doubleburst at net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. And also if you have any, any ideas on how I can purchase all the Egyptian God cards in one game and field all of them, that would be awesome too. Collector. <laughs> all right, guys, we will, <laughs> we will see all of you guys. In in a second where we are going to errata that bugbear ambusher. You know the one. Okay, guys, we are back with the full crew. It is a packed house tonight. We have Alex over there, we have Jared, Woo. we have Russ, and we have Steve. Gentlemen, are you excited for this? I am always excited for our errata that segments. This was my choice. So I'm um, super excited. Yeah,
3: this card is terrible. <laughs> I know, so and I, I like.
0: There was a time like I,
1: I just want this to work. I wanted this to work because this was the first super rare that I pulled out of this set, and it was the only one I had for the longest yeah.
0: and time. And the art's kind of cool. So, so, so yeah, let's talk is. about what yeah, card yeah, we're actually. So, so, so the card on. we're actually talking about right now is the Bugbear Ambusher Epic Humanoid. It is the super rare in Battle for Faerun, Faerun Under Faerun 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 Siege. Siege. I always get them mixed up. That's what you get for putting Feyrune in both of them. (laughs) Um, So his card text is, While Bugbear Ambusher is active, when an opposing character die is fielded, you may reroll a Bugbear Ambusher die. If it rolls a character face, deal damage equal to its attack due to the fielded character die. Otherwise, put that Bugbear Ambusher die in the use pile. He is a four-cost fist, and luckily enough, you can get four of them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah, you can have a max four. <laughs> yeah. So you can, you know, send them all to the used pile for no reason. That's that's yeah. always good. So so and so we want to mention
0: um Kenneth, he's he's out saving the world right now. Um literally, you guys.
3: Um chopping down trees yeah. in
0: Florida. So he, he he put in his his tooth sense where this is just remove the last sentence and it's at least usable.
3: I would one hundred percent agree with him. Yeah. I mean I, you would have to change it to if rolls energy replace return to field and yeah. at original. Level. I mean yeah. like make yeah, it like Alfred. Okay.
0: Like make it like Alfred. I would be okay
4: with that. Yeah, Is that there would be Anything just fine. that you benefit by putting it in the used pile. No. No.
1: No, and it's a blocker out of the field, and you have to pay to put it back in the field. Yeah. And, and and what, what gets me and is you don't even
0: get the so chance to block with it. So it goes to, to the used right? pile,
4: right? It's not transition. So yeah, let's it's... say I had a misdirection. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to put my head around when this would ever be usable. But this is You're going to waste a misdirection the just to get
3: him back into no, the field. No, I'm just saying. It's, it's on the oppon- no, it's on the opponent's turn because
4: it's when they sell it. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
4: I don't know. I always see these cards, and I try to figure out
0: Yeah, and he has a 3-4-5 attack, too. So I think on this two and three... And one, two, three defense. Yeah.
1: I mean, I I can see what they were thinking with this card was, okay, your opponent fields a die. This is a chance for you to deal some damage to that character when it comes out, and it's basically free damage. The downside is... He goes to the used pile if he rolls energy, which is 50% of the time, or if you're me, 80% of the time. Or me, 100% of the time. Or Kevin, 100% of the time. <laughs> yours, he'll never
3: get in the field, though, so his ability guess, will never
4: proc. But So he's always in the used pile. Then. I would say maybe a two-cost and make it okay.
3: A two-cost with a those two stats. A two-cost with these stats would well, maybe what, make it okay. What,
2: what about just putting him in the prep area instead of the used pile?
4: Yeah.
3: I, uh, but that but would, I don't still, think that would it justify it. It takes away a blocker. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Like I agree. No, you're, but it would definitely be... It would be better. better.
4: Well, anything's better than sending it to the used pile. I, I got it. I got it. Based on the discussion that Jared and I are having <laughs> offline, just put Professor X Global on it. We're good.
1: <laughs> at least
0: it'll take you less bad. time to get it back <laughs> out. <Sure. laughs> um, so, okay, so, um, you know, uh, like with all our out of that segments, we have no control to, to fix this at all. But imagine that, you know, we saw this, uh, you know, we are in the Department of Usable abilities for dice masters because that's a real (laughs) department and this came across our desk what could we do to make this
3: i i this when when assigned to block if there are more than three attackers field all unpurchased bugbear ambushers so and completely return them to change the ability. and then return them to their card. Oh yeah, done. you just come up with a brand well, it's, new ability. It's, 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 it's totally an, works. It's an ambush. It's an ambush. So, oh, you're thinking thematic. It's thematic, yeah, you know. That would be so, kind of cool. So, when you assign bugbear to block, if there's three or more attackers, put all unpurchased dice or er, assign all unpurchased bugbear ambushers as blockers, return them to the end of the card at the end of turn.
1: I kind of like that. Yeah, cuz cause, cause it would cool. work. I I I so There should be like some kind of like pay life or something, pay energy per 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 bugbear that you use that with. But I think that would be good. Well,
3: well, that's why you have the like X amount of attackers have to have to be coming at you, so that there is a qualifier. You can't just do it every turn.
1: Yeah, I think what would really improve this is if you just took away the text. (laughs) <laughs> it'd be it'd be an okay die, it'd be an okay boy. Okay, okay, vanilla yeah. forecast, like I've seen vanilla forecasts who are worse than that. Yeah,
2: hey, I, I I like the uh, ambusher aspect that you brought up. Um, how about uh, when bugbear ambusher attacks, you take all you roll them, and if you roll them on a character face, you can take all your unpurchased ones, and they can then be added to the attack.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: on level one, maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I just, mean, just be oh, at it. Oh, come
0: on, come on! You don't want fifteen unblocked character, fifteen damage if you roll all hey, three you of could, them?
4: <laughs> you know what you could do to adjust the writing on this one is just if it goes to the use palette. If, if he's the only attacker, let's you know put it that way. If it's what? KO'd, so at least you can you know manipulate some things. You know. You know what really it needs The bugbear
1: ambusher. It needs swarm. Like isn't that what? Is that, that like what yeah. swarm characters are all about? Is like
4: suddenly ambushing you. Like that's why they're swarm characters. Why doesn't well, he have swarm, swarm? Swarm would actually work with this ability, right? The swarm wouldn't be terrible with this ability it it would yeah, be because yeah, because
1: then I almost wonder if they made this thinking he had swarm and just printed him accidentally printed him without it
4: because <laughs>
1: it would be so it
4: would be so much more usable just with the swarm keyword and it would be more thematic. Swarm keyword would be kind of fun on this because you could. I mean, still, four two, costs, so it would be hard could, to make it work. You but. could fill two or three and then use his ability, and if they go to the used, they go to the used. Like, yeah, hey, so? yeah
1: it's, like, it's like, so what? you know? As long as you keep one in the field, those will just come right back out or you know, you'll get the chance to swarm with them and get more ramp. At least then it, its ability is usable.
0: So like the bugbear was like the prototype parademons?
1: Man, something <laughs> Sorry, like, that. like that. I feel like I feel like the bugbear is a lot like the deck of many things from the same set. Like a super rare that's got one line too many or is just missing something to make it so good. And because that one thing is missing, it is just the bottom have of the barrel. Bad. Played. I have played it. I got it in our D league, and did, I tried it once. Did you put it on the field? <laughs> yeah, I did. How, how'd that work out? It went for to you? the use pile. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so I actually thought about it. So, change to the otherwise. Otherwise deal x amount of damage for the number of fists it rolled on its energy to your opponent
1: that'd be better yeah, yeah. That, yeah. actually that's a great idea
0: you know uh, so yeah. you could at least get up to two damage to your or,
1: and then, or then you have to a, the attacker
0: yeah, or, the, or something the thing. Yeah. and
1: then you have a choice or at least there's no downside to playing this super rare i mean it's not an upside necessarily the character went out of the field but at least you're compensated for it a little bit you know it's oh man it's so bad
0: what we should do is when we pl- if, if we ever play this card again, we should have the um, Price is
1: Right fail horn just ready to go anytime <laughs> it fails. Ba-ba-ba-bum. The thing, another, another problem with this when I played it was my, ki- my opponent would feel the character and it would have like five defense. And so it would be like, well, am <laughs> I going to reroll it? Sure, I'll reroll it. Now it goes to the use pile or it rolls on level one or two and great, take three or four damage. And it goes, did uh. nothing. So, so many times that happened where I rerolled it and rolled it on a character face and it did nothing. I don't think I ever once KO'd a character with its ability. <laughs> yeah, do you, do
4: you think this was meant instead as maybe like a bard counter? No,
3: <laughs> I mean, the, maybe the bard wasn't the bard was an accident because yeah, it was
2: used so effectively in worlds, wasn't it? The bugbear bear No,
3: I'm talking about in
4: set. In set. no,
1: no, when they made the bard, they were not thinking we really need a counter for this thing, they were thinking this thing sucks. You know, or they—they they didn't even think it was a good ability. This is okay. They—they they thought it worked differently than it did work, or they expected something different. They didn't expect our right, attack with this guy and that's fifty-seven damage. I
4: still think Bard was meant to be a control card. The ad Bard like was an you- accident. That's what I mean. Accident. I think it, it. I think it works good on like a control team, and you add to things that. This is stats, this is but... about Bugbear. Come on, yeah. guys. Let's... I yeah. feel
1: bad for Bard now. He's like, <laughs> I have feelings, you know. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he Trash. He's a world. heartless cur. Why, all right, all right. why is I...
2: it? Why is it that every time we have one of these, we have to worry about the Bard? Well, because <laughs> this is
1: insane. Yeah, i trying set, to figure now. out. He's trying to figure out what what why? the thought process was behind it. I don't understand
4: the thought process behind this card. I'm telling you, it was it was meant to have swarm.
3: That would make think, so much I think more if had sense. Had swarm, it would. Swarm, yeah, it would make sense. I mean, it would still be a bad card.
4: If Here's it had the swarm. thing, though. If I, I do do knock out better.
3: how about swarm at a three cost? Would that be it, okay? It would. It would. That
1: would be. That would be good.
0: That'd Here's be playable.
4: Another reason why this card is bad: if it knocks out my opponent's character, it knocks out my opponent's character, and mine goes to the used. No no no. So, no 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 it stays it on the field stays it in the stays field in the field it it on the level um, that it was rolled on, but it still just gets knocked out if it's the, a went fielded. another thing I is, guess I wouldn't trigger him, but an,
3: another you a, could end up spinning it down yeah, you could spin it down the uh, i think I think the another thing that would make it all right is if you had some way to pay a fist and add two attack to it before it does its damage to
0: yeah give it know, a global like, or something
3: or or if it just had it like in the ability you know still scrap the use part because that's really what makes us trash and then add like when when comes back at a at whatever level add you know plus 2 attack for every fist you pay
0: well, let's let's think about something else. I just realized it it has about the same amount of text as Captain U- Useless too. Yeah, that, that seems to always be the downfall when it has about the same amount of text. Yeah, but this is a super rare. It should have a super good
2: ac- ability, <laughs> or at least just usable. Like I'll take usable. <laughs> yeah, just like the super no, rare flash. It, yeah, it it shouldn't just be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's good. You know, All right, so, so it should be like
0: wow, so, I want that card. Yeah. So we've talked about how we can make it better. <laughs> how can we make this worse? <laughs>
1: Uh, Already done. Bug, it's,
0: Bugbear it's Ambusher can't be blocked.
1: You, you can't could, you increase could, its attack. You could give, you could give it minus <laughs> one defense on all of its levels. So on level one, it has a zero defense. That would make it worse. <laughs> and it would totally... I don't. Just, I, still I don't think it would, I don't know that it would actually make it that much worse. You could. It you, would. You can never feel it on <laughs> level hilarious. one. Well, it's,
0: <laughs> it's,
3: <laughs> right.
0: it's your hush without a bat family. Just I feel them a little. One. <laughs> 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 you, <laughs> you could just say Winfield and
2: uh, place this in the used pile.
1: <laughs> Winfield, just throw this at your opponent's head. You could say if it rolls energy, put it back on the card. And then you have to <laughs> repay. You to pay for it. <laughs> Although Russ is sitting here thinking that could be better.
3: <laughs> I could did. find a way to make that work.
0: <laughs> oh boy! Um, is it, if this card atta- attacks, immediately place it in the use pile. Yeah, it has the monster affiliation and the evil thing. Is has. Uh, I, I really want to know. Has anybody really used those Because I, I know they're there, but I don't think I ever pay attention to them when I'm building a team with. Oh characters.
3: no, man! <laughs> Are you kidding? There's nothing that. I mean, there's like two sad, cards. That influence you have to deal that with experience. Experience you know.
4: is yeah. has it's to KO'd, do with monster. right? Yeah. yeah. No,
3: it's leaves the field. So no, no, it's KO'd. It's it's okay, because oh, yeah. I was
4: thinking, man, I would. I'd be buffing my. <laughs> on his characters at
0: the same time. <laughs> like, how can I get Bugbear Ambusher on my opponent's side?
4: If it rolls energy,
1: it KOs <laughs> might make it worse if you're playing in set with adve- against adventurers because then oh, I'll use his ability. Well, my adventurers will gain experience because <laughs> your Bugbear Ambusher decided to jump off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: maybe, bad. maybe we can put Bugbear, the text on it that says uh, when, uh, when you field this, field it in your opponent's field and then he has to use that ability
1: oh he could be better he could be better if you could give it to your opponent because then he'd just clog up their bag Ooh. Yeah. No, it, it would go, it would still go back to you. It, oh. back to you it would then. still go back to your. So use then, pile. Then you got to figure out how to get <laughs> rid of it off the field. Being able to give this to your opponent would only be a good thing. Making you <laughs> having to keep it is a bad thing.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it would still go to your use piles. That's, that's and then somehow so there's like
0: an artificial shortages of bugbear dice because half the population has given their bugbear dice <laughs> to the other person, forgets <laughs> to get it back.
1: Must keep it. Take it home with you. <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh,
0: is there anything else? About the Spud Bear, I mean,
1: there, there, there's one really bad thing about it. I ended up basically giving it away. Like, I included (laughs) it in a trade with like a rare and another, and like some other cards for like five bucks. Did Did you do it as the person wouldn't like give me five bucks for this card? He (laughs) demanded more, (laughs) and I basically (laughs) said, "Okay, fine, you can have it." So,
0: so it's kind of like that. As seen on TV, you think?
3: that was
4: because the stripe. <laughs>
3: that was. Only of stripe. <laughs> actually, well, really, actually, they just, if paid you just $5 made it, for the other cards. Actually, if you just made
2: it a gray stripe, it would be, actually be a better card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah I, the, I feel like this is right there weird. with
4: the Hulk. I, I, Nothing I compares to that Hulk. But he has less text. It's so, it's so I sad. Can't figure yeah. out how to, how to play it. Because, because, like no. the use pile. If it said "Bugbear Ambusher" is KO'd. At least you could try to manipulate
0: things, right? <laughs> Anytime you see when is KO'd, you think it's playable
4: somehow. Of,
3: of all it's the cards, cards but you could find some damage because you get stuff that's yeah. when when another yeah. die Well, I'm KOs. trying to think of I, what I've...
4: happens when... What can I benefit when something goes to the use pile? But the timing Nothing. is that's just That's why so no one plays bad.
1: Sacrifice. Of all the cards that we have done for a ride of that, how many of them have been super rares? A lot.
3: Almost a lot. <laughs> like, at least <laughs> half of them, maybe more than half of them, it's... I I, th- I think I mean, it's because you're most mad when you get a crappy right? super rare. You're just like, what? That means said, this trash? I
4: think. <laughs> I think WizKids tries to not have the really, really great card super rares. It's just so interesting that have
1: them it's taken us year. this long to get to this card. This card's so bad. We had to go through so many other obvious bad super rares well before we even on one got of to the, this It goes
4: on one of those forgotten ones. Set? Set? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it goes on one of those forgotten ones. You. Totally forget so, about.
3: Oh Bump yeah, that Bear was a thing. Yeah. How many how many super rares from this set have we done already? Two. That? Oh, we still <laughs> need to do the uh, the the cloak or whatever. <laughs> uh, mm. I, yeah. See, Russ is thinking about it, but no. it, it's Russ still bad. He, Russ thinks he can make everything work. No, <laughs> you, I, you ever wonder I if the show's good or bad want, for his
0: reputation?
3: I,
4: <laughs> I want rulings on that cloak. I've wanted rulings on that cloak since it came out, and especially now with the new equip in in the uh, Marvel world. I still think that you can equip that robe to anything. We haven't done Hammer Thunderbolts yet. That one's pretty bad, too. No, that's
1: not, that not usable. It, it is, that no. usable. No, it's not. I've, I've won a game with that. I, I tried did. to use it. Hey, it you, does you not. Had, you add not the Cosmic usable. Cube to that. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, rare, rare Cosmic for Cube, you, man. The Cosmic Cube would do damage with Deck of Many Things and Storm. Like, any so, action is good so with Cosmic is, Cube. what is the
4: worst super rare in the set? In In this set?
3: It has to be the The deck deck of
0: many things.
2: The deck of many things.
3: Actually, I don't know. No. I think Bug actually Bear might no. have been there because, <laughs> because there was there was that one guy that figured out how to do nineteen damage on turn two with deck of many things. Yeah, because yeah, oh, so, so that's a so lie. The sun and the moon, yeah. and the stars had to line. But you yeah, could, you could diagram could it for do, me everything <laughs> <laughs> and the math, and I wouldn't believe could it. Could you do nineteen damage with bugbear ambusher on turn two? No. Okay, so, so <laughs> but at least at least I could use him as a blocker. <laughs> no. Yes. Only fifty
0: percent. No. It's it's a ability, so I don't have to do it. I can just leave him there as a blocker. Yeah, at least
1: he's a vanilla card and you vanilla
0: free. I can use
4: masks for my mask ring team with the deck of many things. There you go. The deck of many things has masks, therefore it's better. (laughs) (laughs) So dumb. All All
0: right. So, yeah, guys, um, we are always looking for your suggestions on a of that. If somebody has
4: used this and they figured it out, please yeah. let us know. You can't figure it out. It's just There's a no coin flip with a, a terrible <laughs> outcome. If you call or, it wrong, or if somebody knows the purpose of this card, I I feel like every card has a purpose. I can't figure this one out. It's
3: no, yeah. Um, I mean, so technically, you could do this ability multiple times in a turn with the same. If you, if, 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 if you were,
1: paid for a bunch of them. No, it, it's, no, no it's, you could do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Time oh, if he doesn't roll out, he's going to so roll yeah, out the first time, <laughs> though. Free. Every time. You, you know who could pull any... it off?
3: Zach could pull it off. Zach, Zach he, could pull it he off. He, he would roll but it off. But, on only, only but only in a WKO. <laughs>
4: Is there anything Is there anything that allows you to manipulate your characters when you roll them to a certain No. Is there anything that lets you re-roll characters you've already rolled?
3: Only when you only when you draw
1: them. Dang it. So, yeah,
0: yeah, so this one's just. Yeah, so, yeah, let us know if it's dead in the water, Russ. <laughs> just leave it. Yeah, so if any it's of you one guys. push-your-luck cards. <laughs> if you guys have any idea how to figure this out, uh, shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net or on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Gentlemen, thank you so much. I always have a fun time talking about our errata that's. And we'll see. I'm we'll, so happy to be back. Yeah, we will see what is next in our list of errata that's. Will it be another super rare? Probably, but who knows. And that's it for this episode of the Double Burst Podcast. We would love to hear from you guys. How do you feel about misdirection? And do you have any other suggestions for that bugbear ambusher? Shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Of course, check out doubleburst.com for past episodes, places to subscribe so you automatically get these episodes, and cool player resources. Big thanks to Game Haven Sandy for giving us a place to record. If you guys live in Utah, make sure you check them out. And if not, check them out online at yourgamehaven.com. Also, big thanks to everybody who listens to this show. Everybody on the team appreciates it. And until next time, my friends, may your dice rolls be ever in your favor.